What's wrong with you people? Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast. My name is Matt Hensley, coming to you live from Parkersville, Texas, and I'm joined by Kyle, non-alcoholic beerman, all the way from Alpharetta, Georgia. Yep. Hey, at Texas Baptist College, you'll find a community that is committed to help you succeed wherever God calls you. And when you attend Preview Day on March 22nd, you'll see firsthand everything that TBC has to offer. Preview Day is the perfect opportunity to explore campus, meet current students, and learn how you will fit in at TBC. Sign up for free at texasbaptistcollege.com forward slash nab. Kyle, a few things have happened since our last recording last year. Yeah, that's right. We've not we've not recorded since the end, uh, since the first of the year, and yeah, you had a, you had a bit of an announcement that uh, that came out. A little bit, a little bit. I am now the lead pastor of Plymouth Park Baptist Church in Irving, Texas. You are still the rural replant specialist, something other, whatever your title is for the North American Mission Board. You're still born. I'm making a change. I am stepping down as the executive director DOM of the Colin Baptist Association at the end of the month, uh, or, or we've got some stuff in February to knock out uh, with our youth weekend, some of that. Uh, but I'll be starting as the pastor of Plymouth Park Baptist uh, in Irving. Uh, February 4th will be my first Sunday. We close on a house February 1st. I'm still wondering if I can go out of town again so that Bart can be my power of attorney. And uh, sign a thousand times, uh, you know, Matthew Scott Hensley uh, by Christopher Bart Barber, attorney, in fact, or whatever it was that he had to sign a gazillion times. Uh, But he's already told me no. Uh, But, you know, I'm excited. Uh, You know, we can talk about this a little bit, you know, in, in my role as the AMS. I loved it. I love encouraging pastors. Uh, I also encourage pastors when I was in Mayhill, and that's one one of the reasons that drew me to uh, that role and uh, as as kind of a paid Barnabas of pastors, if you will. Uh, I got to preach most every week, which was great, um, but some of the stuff that I missed was kind of the Monday through Saturday pastoring uh, as far as the home visits, the hospital visits, being the one that gets the call when a baby is born or somebody yep. is you know, passing away or that, that sort of thing. I was missing that and I missed it a lot more than I thought I would. Uh, but I kind of fought against that by just working harder, staying busier, you know, all of that kind of stuff and, and really trying to press in, uh, in, in my work here at Farmersville. Uh, but this was kind of one of those opportunities that just sort of happened. Uh, wasn't one that I pursued or whatever they'd been looking for you know, almost a year. And it went from zero to a hundred very quick, uh, really what started with the church revitalization consultation and just progressed very fast from here's what you need to do to, will you do it for us? (laughs) And so, uh, we're excited. Uh, Plymouth Park has a connection to Farmersville. Uh, you might, you might not because you're Kyle Bierman, but uh, many in the Southern Baptist Convention may know of Dick and Bo Baker uh, are kind of the first sons of Farmersville. Uh, 
maybe we could call it the Trinity of uh, Farmersville famous with okay. Audie Murphy and okay. the two of them, they were the famous uh, evangelists of the kind of the youth revival uh, movement years and years ago. And uh, so one, well, they're both musicians. Uh, I obviously haven't met them um, and I can't, they're gone. Uh, how, I, that was weird. Anyway, they, they passed on now, but uh, musicians, evangelists, all of that sort of deal. Uh, Bo was one of the pastors for many years at Plymouth Park, and Dick was the music minister at Prestonwood uh, way back in the day. And uh, and I think their final service was together at First Baptist Farmersville. So we okay. still have a number of relatives and people that knew them, and there's still some people that knew them uh, connected to them in the church when, when they were there. Uh, and, uh, but Plymouth Park did run, you know, well over a thousand, uh, during, during those years and, and was averaging 902 people in 2005, uh, by 2015, they dropped to 616. And, uh, over the past few years, they dropped down to the two hundreds and, and, uh, 2022 was 255, uh, with three baptisms. So, uh, that's kind of right in my wheelhouse. Um, and so excited about that. Um, there's an excitement there, uh, Sunday, you know, well over 350 people had gathered to worship. Uh, I I think some may be coming for the train wreck to see what what was going to happen. How many times is he going to mention Whataburger in the pulpit? Um, (laughs) that sort of deal. Uh, but it was a great weekend. So, um, If you want to hear about that, I can share that. Yeah, man, just really excited for you. I, you know, um, I've, I've been, uh, you know, um, informed of this. We, we we talked about this for, for a while um, before, obviously before you made it public. And so I've been praying for you and just really excited about, uh, about this opportunity. And, you know, Plymouth Park is uh, still, uh, still larger than normative size church. um, But you know, as as we talk and look at the statistics, you know, somewhere between eighty and ninety percent, depending on who you look at, um, eighty to ninety percent of churches uh, are either plateaued or declining and need of, in need of some form of revitalization. And that's true of churches of thirty, and that's true of churches of two, two hundred, two hundred and fifty. Um, and in fact, there's probably some churches of twelve hundred that are that are in need of revitalization. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think one of the things that that, that I've really began looking at um, just in my work at NAM and then through, through my years of pastoring is, is really focusing more on church health than church size. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you know this because you, you've been there. You can have a healthy church of 30 people in that, that's making disciples, that's reaching its community, you know, particularly in, in a small rural spot. And you can have a healthy church of 3,000 people. And the the inverse is also true. You can have a really unhealthy church of thirty people, and you can have a really unhealthy church of, of three thousand. And so, you know, I'm excited to see you go there and and really, you know, try to bring some health and 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 praying for growth. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, that was you uh, I I yeah. preached a- Abraham and Sarah's story uh, with mm-hmm. the you know you're going to have a baby, and she's like, I'm too old. Uh, and uh, a buddy of mine was like, bro, are you really doing that with a elderly congregation? I was like, I am. I can and I will. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things that I shared in there is, you know, at 
under a quarter of the size of it once was. Uh, how did I word it? I don't I don't know if uh, God desires for this church to run, you know, 900 or 90. Uh, but I do know uh, laughing at a God who could very well bring 9000 into this building is a silly proposition. And so I encourage them to just pray big prayers, believe big promises. Let's be faithful and trust that unknown future. We don't know what the future holds, uh, but to the one who holds it and just trust him and believe him for big things. And so just dealed a whole lot of hope on Sunday uh, that we do serve a God of the impossible. And uh, whether you feel you're too young, you're too old, uh, the building too old, too in disrepair, whatever it might be, you know, whatever church that is listening to this, whatever you think seems like that impossible situation, um, just through the course of this process of what amounts to about maybe now five weeks that this whole thing really took off uh, for for yeah, us wow. um, were simply impossible obstacles that God didn't just kind of alleviate, but totally removed. Um, and I've like written all of those down uh, as like answers to to prayer and and so forth, just when you know, a year, two years from now, when the honeymoon's over, whatever it might be, and I'm maybe doubting whatever else, uh, I can look back at those and say, this is what God did to bring you here. And uh, just as a reminder, but we're excited. The girls are excited. Um, they're going to have a pool. So they're really excited about that and have I'm already excited. I'm going to come see you now. Yeah. They've already you're also going to be a lot closer to Globe Life Field. And uh, man, I'm, uh, yes, I, I'll, I'll be coming to see the Hensleys very often. Yeah. Uh, so I, I did, as I was leaving Colin, um, we had a benefactor supporter, whatever you want to say, give us, uh, season tickets for the Rangers, um, to use there. And, um, I am kind of sad <laughs> to lose those cause I was excited to go quite often to the one time, uh, world series champions. Just, just, just have PPBC join, join the, the Colin Baptist association. You know, tell Ryan Jesperson, Ryan, sorry, but for this year, we're going to join the Colin Baptist association. Yeah. So yeah. I can <laughs> we're, we're excited. Uh, those of you that are listening in, I'm sure we'll be giving some updates, uh, but excited to get back in, in the saddle of a lead pastor role and a lot of potential there, a lot of excitement among the church members. So we're pumped and uh, we're looking forward to the new year. Um, so this is a quite literal new year, new me, because it's <laughs> going to be uh, right back into it. So we're pretty pumped. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm excited as somebody who just moved last year, moved to a new house. Um, I don't envy that at all. So Godspeed in the next, you know, three or four weeks as y'all pack up and and move um, and move move across town in, in, in some ways. Right. Um, so, pro, yeah. Pro tip real quick. One of the best things you can do is have to stage your house in the process of moving. That's a whole lot of fun. But I'll tell you, if you leverage it really well, you can get rid of some stuff. Because after doing that, and our house is much more barren, (laughs) but very organized and all of that, we've got a lot of stuff in the garage that I'm like, hey, that's been up for a few weeks. We haven't missed it at all. Can we just? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was it was very weird. Like, oh, all this stuff is in the garage, and um, yeah, we we live just fine without it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, dude, uh, tell us real quick why you're in Alpharetta, and then we'll wrap up. Yeah. So, um, every January, 
um, Nam staff comes to Alpharetta for what we call Alpharetta Week, um, and, and it's really just it, it's it's a time to get um, a lot of our staff in the same room um, for a little bit, and then our individual teams have meetings, and so um, we uh, we spend a couple of days with with the replant team together, kind of thinking and dreaming through the new year. Um, at, at the end of um, October. Yeah, we we had, or excuse me, at the end of September, we had a uh, transition in our team that my boss, Bob Bickford, um, moved to a new uh, new career in Nashville with a company called 313 that is still involved in church revitalization. Uh, but that means I, I got a new boss. A guy that I'd uh, worked with is now my, my boss. And so this was um, really kind of our our second meeting with him is the, as the boss, he's been there a few months. And so just, you know, tra transitioning and, and making some changes on our team. Um, one of the cool things we got to do um, is Richard Blackaby came up uh, on uh, one of these days. They're all burned together now, uh, but spent, uh, spent about an hour, hour and a half with our team. And I just invested in us. And that was very cool. Um, just to be able to, to visit with him and have him pray over us and us pray over him. And it was a, it was a great experience just being encouraged. And so, I, I mean, listen, if you followed the work of the replant team at all, we've got some really exciting things happening. Um, yesterday we recorded the 100th episode of the revitalize and replant podcast with Mark Clifton. And, uh, so that'll go live later on this year. Um, and then just made some, you know, plans for events are the, the bit more when the one that I'm most excited about is our rural summit. We're doing that for the second year in Salina, Kansas. So listen, it's a rural summit. We are in a rural spot. Yeah. And that's March 14th and 15th. Um, so maybe, maybe there's some listeners to this that, um, are interested in that. You can check it out at nam.net slash replant. You can scroll down and find the, the rural summit there. Uh, myself, Mark Clifton, Andy Addis. Um, we'll be, be there at Salina, Kansas, just pouring into some rural pastors, rural church leaders. Uh, we started it last year, had a lot of fun. And I, Matt, I had everything planned out. Um, this was going to be great. <laughs> That's happened a lot lately. If you, if you follow my social media at all, you know, my, my wife and I had a trip to San Antonio that, man, I, flew, we, I decided we were going to fly, which was great until our last flight got canceled. We had to drive home and, and the last minute but um last year man i had everything planned out for this rural summit it was great i was like man we're gonna be at this campsite or this uh, camera conference center we're gonna do a bonfire and we're gonna roast marshmallows and we're gonna have a hymn sing like it's gonna feel like ra camp right and it's gonna be fantastic and then the wind was blowing 40 miles an hour the whole weekend yeah. and so the the, the camp nixed the bonfire for obvious reasons you know not wanting to start a wildfire so so my prayer my, my my deep hope for this year is that the wind isn't blowing we're able to do the bonfire and uh sing, have him sing so is the wind yeah. ever not blowing there though uh not when i've been there <laughs> it's like i mean i mean look i live in west texas which is known for our wind um but that that was it was bitterly cold and windy and i'm not a fan of those combinations yeah. at all all right well kyle it's good to see you good look see forward you. to seeing you again soon uh next week so until then may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel we declare What's wrong with you people?